for landlords by landlords. The Rent Perfect Podcast with David Pickrock. Well, here we are again, another episode of the Rent Perfect Podcast. Uh, Scott, I want to do a little bit something different, and I've talked to you about this last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, every once in a while, I want to have a podcast where, you know, first of all, let me tell our audience, we don't set these things up. We kind of take some phone calls from clients. We, We have maybe a really quick conversation while we're at the microphone before we start rolling, and we just go. So what you're getting is not a lot of... You know, it's just by the gut, if I were to be asked questions on the street or by a client, mm-hmm. what would I say? It's it's natural conversation. It, what first comes to my head, it's not calculated. Um, uh, so anyway, so I wanted, I challenged Scott last week. I said, Scott, just come up with a question. Don't tell me what it is. And just hit me on the podcast. And so if you're dealing with clients this week or you're dealing with someone pose the question to mm-hmm. me and, and let's have that podcast. Sure. So, so stump the expert, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're on that old Johnny Carson thing with Karnak where he puts the envelope to his okay. head and does the right. thing. So anyway, a lot of, a lot yeah. of pressure on me right yeah, now because yeah. I, I don't know what's coming. Yeah. So I hope it's a good question and you give me I a, think so. I mean, it's one of these things that's been on my mind as I'm transitioning out on one of my properties right now. So here's the question as a seasoned expert in this, in this industry, right? Do you prefer, a year lease or month to month? And especially given we're rolling into 2024, rates are what they are. People are doing what they're doing. You know, there's maybe not a lot of turnover. Maybe there's more renters, less renters, whatever. So the question is, do you prefer a year lease or a month to month lease given our current climate? Okay. So because you're saying given our current climate, yes. I will tell you that that answer would change okay. based on the market. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now from what I'm seeing, reading, and even seeing it in my own portfolio is rents are coming down. Mm-hmm. I sure love the last five, six year run of yes. rents going up, 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 up. Right. But the reality is, is rents are, are coming down a little bit. So I love to, first of all, start out with a year's, if on my long terms, mm-hmm. a year's lease. I like to see that commitment because, you know, when you turn a property, you probably have two, three, four, five thousand dollars in it, right? Right. I don't want to be turning that property again in a year. Even though I sign a year's lease, my goal, ultimate goal at the end is four or five years. Okay. Right. So how can I keep them there? And sometimes I need to adjust the way I do business to keep people. Sure. Right. And so there's a lot of times where and I think even a couple of podcasts ago we talked about keep the people you know. There are times where I love to adjust rent up or down based on market, what I can get. But my ultimate goal is when I think about my leases is I need to, I want to keep the people, Mm -hmm. right? So right now I will always start with a year's lease. In fact, in any market, I will always start with a year's lease for me personally. Now, you always hear me say 30 landlords in a room, there's 30 30 different ways to manage. Some people say, hey... I like to do month to month and I like to get payment every two weeks. I like, I mean, everyone has, some people have nice properties. Some people have, you know, properties that don't take a lot of effort. Other people have properties in parts of town where they kind of do a little bit more babysitting than, than uh, some of us others on portfolios. Sure. We have different 
strategies to get money out of people, when to get money out of people, how they handle their money. I mean, there's so many different things to think about. But in my portfolio, which is kind of middle of the road, single mm-hmm. family home, decent neighborhoods, um, I like to start out with a year's lease. And then I like to roll month to month in most instances, even though we're going into this down market, mm-hmm. because it's going to allow me to be flexible. Okay. Okay. Now you would think, Dave, you're going into a down market. Wouldn't you want to lock somebody in at a high rate? Listen, I want them to stay there. Sure. Right. Yeah. And the reality is I'm probably going to negotiate on a year's lease the same as I'm going to negotiate on a 30, uh, a 30 day, 30 day lease, uh, yeah. lease month to month, right? month, lease. month lease. I'm probably going to negotiate it the same way because my goal isn't so much as what kind of lease do I have. It's it, like I said, keeping the people. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to repeat myself there. So, yeah, I like to do a year's lease and then go 30 days going into this time because I might come back and say, hey, uh, tenant that I really like mm-hmm. that's been there for two and three years, I'm going to back you off a couple hundred dollars a month uh, starting in 30 days from now. So it Kay. allows me to change my lease every 30 days. Okay. Maybe they drop interest rates this year. This market takes off again. Rental prices go back up. And I say, hey, I gave you that $200 break mm-hmm. three months ago. I'm going to have to raise it back to $200. I mean, sure. it just allows me to be flexible. And I think if I can be flexible, it allows me to keep my people. I always go back to this. If I'm doing a turn a year, I am losing money. If everybody just signs a year's lease, stays a year, and then leaves... I'm losing mm-hmm. money because, you know, in the long-term market, you're lucky to get three, four, five hundred dollars a month profit, right? Right. That's four, five, six thousand dollars a year. When you're spending three, four, five on a turn, and you have an air conditioning call or a heater or plumbing maintenance call, you're not cash flowing. It's poof. It's all gone. It's right? gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's yeah. gone. So, I would say, you know, just if you're listening, you know your portfolio. You know how people operate in your portfolio. I would just make your portfolio flexible and I would just focus on not so much what kind of lease I have other than just keeping people. Okay. Let me ask a follow-up question. Okay. So at what point do you, in that, in that first year lease, do you start negotiating or communicating with your tenant on what the next 30 days or next 365 days looks like? Okay. So in most states, if you let a years-long lease lapse, you automatically go into a month-to-month okay. status. There's nothing you need to do, okay? Now, that means you have to give them, in most states, and check with your attorneys, you have to give them a 30-day notice saying you're going to change something in that lease. So 30-day notice, I'm going to raise the rent. 30-day notice, you need to move out. Mm-hmm. 30-day notice, you know, whatever I want to do, and it puts me in a more flexible position where I can make a change in 30 days versus waiting for a year. Now, also having everybody on a 30-day notice, and this just happened to my son, is he had a life-changing experience in his life where he needed to move into his rental. Mm. And if he would have had somebody on a year's lease, he wouldn't have had the option to move into the rental, and he would have been having to go rent someplace, right? right? So he gave a 30-day notice, hey, you need to move out. He's had a life-changing, you know, experience that needed to put him back in one of his rentals. So it just creates flexibility based on, you know, on your life circumstances. So, yeah, you'll automatically go into, in most states, a month-to-month lease, you know. But, but I will say, 
if your tenant's fighting for another year's lease, if they're saying, oh, we want another year's lease, we don't want you to raise the rent, and they're fighting for it, I'd give it to them. Yeah. I'd give it to them. And then, especially in a market that's going down, mm-hmm. and then when they say, man, you know, your, le- your lease, your rent is too high, you're the one who wants You negotiated that. Lease, though, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I would make sure and uh, cater to what the uh, tenant wanted okay. to do at that point because they're making a commitment to you to stay there and, and yeah. pay you the rent. And I think what's changed for me over the years when I was younger is I was in control and I controlled the lease and I control. I, this is my property. And now I've realized without my business partner, and that's why we started calling mm-hmm. tenants business partners, without a good business partner, I'm not making a lot of money. So I'm actually listening a little bit more now in my older years to my tenants than I used to. Right Now, I'm not becoming their friend. We're not you know, going to dinner at night and I'm not supplementing their rent or letting them get it. I mean, there's still right. a business relationship there, but I am listening to their needs a little bit more. Mm, I love it. Okay. Answer. Awesome. I All love right. that answer. It's a great answer. Thank you. Well, thanks, Scott. That was awesome. I appreciate it. I hope that answered that uh, the correct way for you, or at least the way that you'd understand. Yeah. And until next time, continue to rent. Perfect. <laughs>